So I assume from your name that your secret power is podcasts. Deadly podcasts, yes. This is the LoadingReadyRun.com podcast for June 12, 2008. So is that sufficient Metal Gear references now? Can we continue on? <laughs> I don't, I don't think it is, but let's carry on. Yeah, we'll make further references as the podcast there continues. Paul, you wrote the video. Yeah, so this is we were actually we've been thinking for a while about making a uh, you know a Metal Gear Solid Four because we are all big fans except for James. Because I, uh, whoa, whoa, whoa! I wouldn't say I'm not a big fan. I just never played them. I'm sure if you, I played them, I would be a fan. You can't be a fan. I haven't, haven't played the game. Uh, but I didn't. Yeah, but I'm not not a fan. <laughs> I well, that's true. He I haven't. He doesn't dislike. I, did, I don't dislike it. I haven't actively been like not avoid. Like I haven't been avoiding it on purpose. Just never really got around to it. Yeah. Anyway, um, most of us are big fans. Jer had this pretty outlandish idea. Yeah, yeah, and we we were sort of coming up thinking of different ideas. He was like, "Let's do him. let's do snakes." Uh, uh, combat tips for old people, and then we'll email David Hader and get him to narrate it in the voice. And we're like, "What? What?" <laughs> David Hader wouldn't do that. I mean, he's awesome, and he is Canadian, but I doubt uh, he'd do it without sacks full of money. Yeah. Well, no. It, it, you know, it's clear that he cares more about being awesome than money. True. Because he does that stuff for like he does uh, ridiculous stuff for the Spacey Awards on Space Channel every year. No, that's and true. he he for he. Uh, Forgo or forgave? What's that? He, the he past tense for, of that. Forwent <laughs> his he, paycheck. On he gave up. Twin snakes. He yeah. gave up a bunch of his paycheck on Twin Snakes uh, in exchange for them bringing back the original voice cast from Metal Gear Solid One. So that's cool. It's but he's he strikes probably, me as a pretty cool guy. But he's probably kind of busy. He's, he's a little busy, especially since Metal Gear Four is coming out now. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, he would have. He would have done his lines ages ago for that. Well, but he's probably doing some, you know, stuff to do with the promotion of it somehow. Maybe. Yeah, probably. Anyway. He's also probably in the process of writing 700 different comic book movies. Yeah. So, anyway. Yeah, Yeah, Uh, fun fact. Voice of Snake co-wrote the first two X-Men movies. Yeah. Good one. Basically, he's a multi-talented guy. Mm Mm-hmm. Anyway. So, yeah, so we were uh, thinking of different ways of doing this, and... The people have been sort of uh, emphasizing this whole thing with in, in Metal Gear Solid 4, Snake is really old, and he's got a, a silly mustache and so forth. And so uh, a lot of the stuff I've seen, you know, uh, talking, you know, the sort of videos that people have done or, or, or things people have written or whatever um, have centered around this idea of Snake being really old and ha ha, isn't that funny? Yes. And it is funny. I mean, it it, is. he is very, very old in the in thing, and he's, but he's still, you know, very buff. Uh, but I wanted to, you know, concentrate on something else and it's when i was thinking about it it's, it was really hard like because the thing is uh metal gear solid while the actual games are always you know very very atmospheric and very uh you know they tend to be uh they keep within their own world very well anything outside the game is totally fair game so they'll be like uh, uh you know there'll be extra special features that are completely silly and the, some of the promotional stuff will be totally silly and things. And, and so, even within the game, they'll break the fourth wall. Yeah, constantly. Yeah. yeah. Uh, 
but and so and so they sort of make fun of themselves in some ways and so that makes it difficult to make fun of them without just you know doing what they already did which is stupid mm -hmm. uh and so the one thing that i think uh metal gear really does have in spades is uh goofily named uh villains and possibly slightly impractical villains too possibly yeah. <laughs> villains that are only only really work in the specific place where you fight them yes De decoy octopus <laughs> hey decoy octopus pretty damn effective as what he did i mean yeah. nobody knew that he was he went as far as doing blood transfusions and then died be, as a yes, result in case you missed that part mm -hmm. well uh, nobody missed it just everybody didn't pick up on it yeah so, Until they played it like the fourth or fifth time. And then you went, oh! oh, oh I see. <laughs> I get it. Anyway. So we did doing this video about the uh, auditions for... I was actually briefly kicking around the idea of um, the the head of Evil Inc. Like coming in with a Metal Gear Solid style entourage of, of villains <laughs> <laughs> with him. And then I was like, yeah, there's no need for that. We can just have it as like a... Yeah. Uh, you know, the, I like the idea. I like the idea that there's like all these villains, uh, all these your Metal Gear style villains are just out there in the world, you know, just hanging out, waiting for an opportunity to get into somebody's video game. Mm -hmm. Yeah. <laughs> uh, that that really, um, you know, the, the and they maybe you know hanging out with other villains from other video games, and you know, if they didn't make it into this one, they maybe get into something else. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I, I gotta say, I like mm. the uh, the line about having rejected those villains from uh, the Acid Two and Portal Off. Yeah, yeah, the idea because they... the the villains in Metal Gear Acid were so whacked out, even oh. by Metal Gear standards. So bizarre. You'd think they would have gotten in. So bizarre. I the, I just did those because those were the like the last two Metal Gear games. Yeah. I haven't actually played either of those games. So. Yeah, no, the, yeah. The, the 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 Acid games had like whacked out villains by even Metal Gear standards. The like. Two of the villains in Metal Gear Acid 1 were these creepy little puppet things that took mm. over an airplane. Yeah, yeah. You never actually fought them, though, so no. it was a little weird. But anyway. But, but so. it's... And, uh, uh, I mean, and what, it makes it, what makes it really work is the whole the fact that Metal Gear has a history of not only goofy villains, but goofily named villains. Yeah. Yes. Uh, and, and they have, you know, the thing. There's, like, the first one is their specialty in an animal. Uh, and then there's the... Well, the second one didn't actually have a, really a theme. Mm -hmm. But and the third one was uh, whatever the emotion that they carry with them into battle. Yes, uh, Jared carries with him the amativeness. Yes, <laughs> which works as a thing by itself without it, without being an in joke reference, which I also really enjoyed. Mm -hmm. A lot of uh, you know, it's only been up for a couple hours because of course we record these on Monday. Generally, uh, I'd say muted reactions so yeah. far. A lot of people just sort of like I don't get it, or yeah, but it wasn't funny, which. That's up, you know. That's up to you. I mean, we've always been. We put up the stuff that we find funny, and if you don't, then that's unfortunate for you. And if you do, then that's awesome. But I don't know. It's I don't really see what I mean. The whole I don't get it. Even if you haven't played Metal Gear Solid, I, I'd be surprised if you hadn't heard about them, or at least know that they have sort of ridiculous bosses. Failing that, it, it's sort of obvious in it. Yeah, we. So it's kind of written into the video. Actually, we we explain. <laughs> how each member fits into their given team by describing the naming scheme of that team yeah. right in the video. I, I think um, upon watching it like a couple, yeah, I watched it a couple times today and stuff. And I, I think it maybe could have been tighter, um, you know, if, if I seeing it now as sort of a whole thing. Yeah. Um, some of the, uh, or, or just sort of maybe a little bit more dynamic in some ways, but yeah. Yeah. It was all know. sort of tripod shots. It was a challenging 
I mean, shoot, just because we were sort of tight on and we had so many a couple different, different schedules. So many different costumes, too. So yeah. many different costumes. Not, not, not enough, quite as many people. Not as enough needed. people. Jer, yeah, um, like, Jer, of course, is Muscle Santa and the Amativeness. Yeah, I think everybody plays at least two a, roles. A, everyone except one. Matt and Laura play two people. Because right, yeah. James is... Uh, uh, James is Nerf Gun Bongo, a name which I love, by the way, <laughs> and also the guy at the end uh, with his voice pitched down, which is why people thought you were Bill. Oh, yeah. As, as somebody, and somebody, as, like, I like that, that it was like the third post in the discussion, somebody linked to the Wikipedia article on the Bongo. Yeah. yeah. The Bongo as a type of antelope. Yeah. Yeah. You um, think I don't research these things? Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> Paul knows uh, what he's talking about. I was Snake and Cardboard Man because this thing was sized for me, and Paul was, uh, was, um, Thin Man. It was Thin Man and, and the Cardboard Box. box. And the other Cardboard Box, yeah. yes. Which, I like, I, the Cardboard Box, I, I'm not entirely sure whether it comes across as well as I would have liked. Because, uh, like, the Cardboard Box, I mean, it works as one level as, like, just a, just a impractical, a, a silly box. a silly villain. But, yeah, this is definitely a joke that references yeah, yeah. the video game. If uh, but, you haven't played it, you're but not going to it. But it's, it. I, I like it's, the idea. it's such common knowledge that Snake has in her boxes. It's even in Smash Brothers. Oh, <laughs> well, I know, but it's, apparently I, nobody on my mind. has actually played a Metal Gear Solid game. It boggles my mind that people are like, I don't get these jokes. It's just, I, I know, mean, it, it seems, given that the game's been around for as long as it has, it seems like them funny. If you don't find them funny, that that's that's one thing. That's your personal opinion, and we're we're okay with that. You're wrong, but you, yeah. yeah. <laughs> but it, you know, not getting it, I'm just surprised because Metal Gear is so sort of it's such a huge pop culture thing. It's, it's been around for years. So, yeah. yeah, I don't know. If this is, if get, this gets linked to on like oops, on uh, like Kotaku or Engadget, then they'll be all over it. Yeah, yeah, because yeah. they'll they'll be. You know, I should it. post it to the Metal Gear board on IGN. Yes, they you might, should. They might like that. You should post every I, video we do to IGN. Well, I should post every video we do, except that they don't—they discourage that kind of thing. Fuck them. But uh, I, I should post this to their Metal Gear Solid board. Yes, you should. Probably, or possibly their PS3 board, because it'll probably go over should really post well. Post to both of those boards. Maybe they, I should. They discourage outside linking? Well, no, no, they, they discourage, like, flagrant self-promotion. So you don't need to tell Hey, them look at this video of... I found. You'll probably like it. Yeah. yeah. But everybody that's, else That's what I've done. Like, why not us? Fair <laughs> enough. <laughs> Fuck. It's the same thing with getting your friends to vote for People's Choice Awards. Everyone else is doing it. Yes. And if you don't, congratulations, you have the high ground, you still lose. Yeah, exactly. The only the only problem I have with this is that sort of one of my sort of typical things on like just my personality on IGN, I don't actually make new posts. So I will have to find a Metal Gear Solid 4 post and post this in it. But your personality is that you don't make new posts? Well, not a per- it's just a personality trait i only respond i don't make new posts do you think other people have noticed that probably not yet because i don't post enough <laughs> but i used to i used to back in the day but i have a different username and everything uh, now. So. okay i uh uh when we were sort of handing out the characters uh pretty much everyone was relatively decided except for uh matt and james because those two parts were up in the air initially matt was a little you know sort of like oh i've got flatulence goldfish you rocked that man yeah, the uh, the the voice, which is completely unfiltered. That's just apparently what you sound like when you're wearing a respirator. Uh, uh, no, no, no. That's just what I sound like when I'm speaking. Well, I know. Trying to my, trying to emulate yeah. psycho. Trying to emulate yeah. psychomantis. But which, yeah, the the respirator gives it that little hiss. That little though. hiss. Yeah, yeah. yeah, it ruined my voice though. Absolutely yeah. ruined ah, my voice. Snake. Ah, snake. Yeah. Congratulations and, uh, on making it so far. I'm glad people like my my snake voice. I I practiced hard to get that. It's not it it doesn't sound quite as good on the video as it sounds in my head, 
but then David Hayter has the advantage of being able to be right beside the microphone so you can get all the really gruff graveliness. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, and yeah, it's always slightly deeper in your own, in yeah. own head, right? Yeah, which is unfortunate. But uh, still, I was pretty happy with that. Fuck, the, the challenge we had getting that costume, I tell you. It's such a simple costume. but uh, And we, we had all sorts of plans for a snake costume. Uh, but Which all uh, critically failed. Yeah, but I actually, I'm, I'm actually pretty happy with how it turned out. You it know, turned despite out despite everything. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, oh, the mustache. Yeah, we we lost our gray mustache that you might have seen in one or two videos. I can't recall which ones. It's different from the one I wear as the as the guy in Rapid Fire and the one that I'm wearing in the beginning of Deeply Religious. Different from those. It's a gray one. I think James was wearing it in uh, Y. Yeah. 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 As the lawyer. It's around somewhere, maybe, uh, and our the uh, our place in town here, Murray's Trick and Joke Shop on Broughton. You should go there plug, plug, and plug. tell them that we sent you. Uh, but seriously, though, actually tell them that we sent you because they give us a discount, and it would be good for them to know that. <laughs> um, uh, they're out of mustaches that aren't black right now. The great mustache drought of 08. Yeah, of 08. Yeah. Well, actually, I was making a joke about that when I was talking to Murray. I was making jokes about the great mustache fire of 08 because he said that all the suppliers they get their mustaches from get all of their mustaches from, like, two factories in China that make mustaches. And I was like, what What? What happened? Did the factories catch fire? He's like, I don't know. They're just not producing any right now. I'm like, oh, no, it's the great mustache fire of 08. And so they're, they're also kind of low on wigs. Which is why uh, we ended up with that wig, which is not quite the right wig, but it's it's gray and it's it's pretty good. So the mustache we have in the video is actually one you've seen frequently uh, when I uh, as uh, the uh, Quentin Jones mustache and and various others um, covered in chalk dust from the blackboard. Yeah, yeah. and it worked, and it worked out really so well. well. Yeah. So, got to remember to wash that off at some point. But yeah, mm-hmm. it turned but out very well. Seeing it in the video, how well did it work? It yeah, worked yeah. awesome. Very Maybe well. Not, Entirely health conscious to be inhaling chalk dust. The entire yeah. video, yeah. It's non-toxic. Yeah, and so, uh, yeah, it uh, took a lot longer to shoot than we thought, especially because we had to wait for like 45 minutes for the battery to recharge because we had an unfortunate battery error with a new one that we bought. Yeah, so, that sucked some serious balls. Yeah, although I tell you what, there are some fantastic photos from this shoot, so James oh, yeah. has got to yeah, uh, get some serious blog. blog action going on. It's ready to go. Awesome. Oh. Give it a day or two. Nice. Well, awkward. Oh, that's the blog telling you to <laughs> post. post on me. Hello. So that's pretty cool. Hey, um, I'm kind of busy. What's up? <laughs> we're we are no podcast etiquette at all. Kyle. We are we are the height of professional here. Yeah, I tell you. So yeah, um, trying to think so, what else. Uh, Laura was there, which is uh, yeah, which was nice. Was very she, cool. We shot all of all of our shots and all of her shots, and then she had to take off. Um. She puts up surprisingly well with how uh, how really terribly uh, we we uh, we tend to time manage, which is good. <laughs> Actually, it doesn't it doesn't seem to phase her at all. So maybe it's just maybe, uh, maybe she, she, she's, she's, she's just actors in general. She's dealt with creative types before. <laughs> well, she is. She's she's a writer and uh, actress herself. So yeah. There yeah. You go. Although um, when you're when you're in a one person show, it's probably a lot easier to get everybody organized. Yeah. Anyway. I can't think of anything else to mention offhand. Um, we should move on. I'm just trying to think of any sort of specifics. Uh, the uh, suit that Matt is wearing is not Ken Stacy's hazmat suit. That's actually one that I found in the closet at Bill and Morgan's place. Loading Ready Run, we own one tuxedo, but we have like five hazmat suits for some reason. <laughs> <laughs> to tell you something. 
Yeah. And and we have like thirty lab coats. Uh, we, we did. Keep, we keep finding more lab coats. <laughs> People keep giving them to us. Uh, we did get. Uh, we did buy an eye patch for James. Oh. Um, various bits of camo used by uh, G Star in those games we played. Yeah, I was. Ned Bitterman's cowboy hat. Yeah, I, I I was pretty. I think James had the best outfit of everybody. Yeah. Uh, my my thin man outfit would have been better if we if the color had been a little higher. Mm-hmm. Um, if we'd been able to get like the the jacket was perfect, but it's just the color, just real colors. Nobody makes them that big because it's ridiculous. Yeah. <laughs> so you just we just need like an extension on the collar. But I like the return of Jarrah's muscly Santa. Yes. Yeah. He was actually wearing a, a beanie originally, was it? He, yeah. he was wearing the, the propeller beanie before. Uh, that's unfortunate. But must, like I said, you know, it's one of those things like uh, in, uh, it, was it Max Payne? There's a, a secret, um, if you type in a thing, you can get the cardboard tube from yeah. the arcade. Right. The cardboard right. tube thing. I was saying, like, if Logan Ray Run ever gets popular enough for some reason and he gets, like, big fans in the video game industry, then, uh, then, then you have... Uh, Muscle Santa as a secret character in something. Character. Yeah, <laughs> that would be sweet. Especially since he's not even a very like he's. I think and it's gonna. I think he's gonna be used again, and he's only used as a throwaway guy. A throwaway visual gag. Uh, a yeah. throwaway visual gag. He he never has any lines. Yeah. And he always is just there, and then gets panned off, or just walks by, or. Yeah. It was uh, something that you can't hear obviously in the first part because you need to hear the dialogue coming from within the audition room. But what everyone was saying just while the camera was rolling is uh, Jer was um, was being like uh, was uh, telling Snake that he'd been a naughty boy. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Matt was running through the flatulence goldfish speech that shows up later, and I was trying different intonations of "I am cardboard man." Yeah. I am cardboard man. <laughs> I am cardboard man. Because <laughs> really, you don't get to say anything else. Yeah, exactly. So, good times. Does in the Iron Man movie does he ever talk while wearing the suit? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. In the uh, the initial incarnation of the suit, it's just his voice, and then in the uh, the later incarnation of the suit, when he it's, goes to it's digitized. Like his first vocal. expedition, when he goes to the to he tears somewhere up the uh, to, terrorist camp, that little to town. Bugger yeah, yeah. Up. He says he, he's all yours. Oh right, yeah, you're and, right. And uh, right. that it has the the like the the synth noise over it. Right. Yeah. So. Which I was really pleased with, because they always do his, any text from Iron Man when he's in suit in the comic book is in red and right, like, right. blocked off and done in sort of a staticky looking font. Alright, well just because of uh, right. what we're playing now. What we're playing now. Yeah, uh, I wish we were playing Metal Gear Solid 4. Yeah. Yeah. And by the time this podcast goes up, we, we, may, we might it's be. It's entirely possible. We, we, it actually, probably, probably not, though, because if we're planning to shoot on Thursday, right. we won't have a chance to get to it until we get home, right. and depending on how long shooting takes, that right. could be oh, You can uh, fit some Metal Gear Solid in I will fit some somewhere. Metal yeah. Gear Solid in, but this will probably be up just before that. The ad, by the way, uh, we shot like pretty late last night. <laughs> it's so awesome. The entire thing was based around I found a blood spurting from neck uh, piece of stock footage and was like, we got to use it. Yeah, Gra- Graham pretty much comes to me last night. He's like, I have this effect. Shows me the effect. We need to write an ad using this. As it turns out, it, it uh, Jared had written uh, for us a kind of a similar ad. Yes, um, although... The, uh, stain resistant. Oh, it right, sh- it right. should be noted that... Uh, that I, I conceptualized this ad completely independently of the the, the little thread that we have on the yeah. forum that doesn't exist, and uh, I actually had no idea that Jared had written 
this same ad previously. You realize we got rumbled, right, Paul? You yeah yeah you yeah. rumbled us yeah yeah oh, it's it's I know still doesn't talking, exist. I know what you're talking about. Yeah, we didn't get rumbled. <laughs> It was no, a shop. There's, no, there's no evidence. It was a shop. I can tell from some of the pixels. Yeah, also, I've it was seen a Photoshop. It was yeah. a Photoshop. Yeah. Exactly. I mean, it's not very hard to Photoshop blue. Right? I'm so confused. I'll tell you in a sec. All right, because of how the computers are oriented, it looks like Matt's going to be reading uh, Askler because I still haven't really been playing anything different. I, That's fine. Uh, I, um, well, what have I? I've been playing a wide variety of things. I play. So I'm replaying Port Portal. I'm done. Oh really? Yeah. Nice. Nice. Um, I have been playing a wide variety of things. I'm playing through Crisis Core on my PSP. I'm playing through Chrono Trigger on my Super Nintendo. I'm just on the cusp of hitting Gruul's Lair in World of Warcraft. I've been playing Ninja Gaiden, and it shat all over me last night. Ninja Gaiden uh, 2 is pretty dope, I gotta say. Uh, yeah, I got to this electric snake boss thing, <laughs> and uh, I <laughs> I managed to get it down to about a third of its health before it shredded me. What difficulty? I'm playing on Acolyte, the lowest no. possible Well, there's difficulty. only two, is there? Yeah, off the start, yeah. yeah. There's like six if you play through a couple oh, okay. times. There's four. Are there four? Yeah. The highest being Master Ninja. Ah. Uh, but, uh, yeah, anyhow, I just got torn apart by this electric <laughs> snake thing, so... Uh, on easy yeah. mode, though, it's or on Acolyte, it's not as impossible as previous games. Yeah, no, nice. on, on easy mode, it's doable-ish. Um, <laughs> you got Master Ninja on the first area. Maybe I know. You were like, how did I do that? Yeah, I, uh, I cleared the uh, Ring of Trials as well. That, oh, that hundred enemy thing, Ooh. and, yeah, that kind of sucked. But I did it. Um, the weapons are rad. Yeah, and I've, of course, been playing... Uh, GTA wow. 4, but I put that aside to play Ninja Gaiden 2. Well? Uh, I have beaten uh, Tomb Raider Anniversary, and uh, it, continued, it, it was very enjoyable. Um, it continues to be sort of slightly mediocre, but uh, quite enjoyable. Um, except for the very the very end had this weird thing, like, they had this whole thing where, like, Lara was getting all hardcore, right? She's like, ooh, I have to, you know... Um, uh, you know, like sort of like as if she was getting sort of more dangerous and stuff. And so, and there's this thing where there's like these, there's the three, there's like the three henchmen of the evil lady, um, and none of none of which you actually fight for real. You just are you, you just encounter them and then go into like a you know quick time events. Mm-hmm. But the first guy, like, there's this sort of unspoken thing with quick time events, like. You know, because it, it's you're, you're, it's supposed to be like you're like dodging bullets or you're doing something cool, right? This guy, he he appear, he comes there. He's blocked your path uh, with like a, a big train or something, and then he walks up and he's like, "Lara, you're not getting past." Uh, uh, and she's like, "No, you have to let me pass." And he's like, uh, "It's like no, I you know I'm not gonna let you pass, uh, and there's nothing you can do." And she's like, "You know, don't make me shoot you." And then. And then he's like, "Oh, you're not going to shoot me." And then it goes thing goes into a quick time event, right? Like goes in, like in the middle of the cutscene. You, you know, you push the button, and she goes, goes bang, and shoots like he, the guy is just standing there, and she goes bang, and shoots the guy, and he's like ah oh, and then it does like another like quick time thing, like push to the side, you go bang, and shoot again. It's like you're just, you're shooting this guy <laughs> for no like. Because you need to get past them. <laughs> it's like you're not like you're not doing any cool like side jumping moves or anything. You're just fucking shooting this guy, <laughs> and it just felt really wrong. <laughs> to, because they, you know, they didn't just do it in a cutscene; they made you do it, right? That's weird. Um, but other than that, the best thing actually was really cool. Um, once I beat it, they they it unlocked a thing where you could see um, 
comparisons, like they did screenshot comparisons between the uh, original and the the anniversary, and wow, you know, you don't realize how shitty the original looked until you see it compared to the anniversary. That's interesting because when Metal Gear Solid Two came out, right? I was so used to it from seeing all the previews and other games on the PS Two because uh, it, it was supposed to be a launch title. That came out like year and a half after the PS2 launched. Yeah, and you bought some of the Enders for the demo, didn't you? I did. Yeah. So you'd been playing the demo at length. Some of the Enders was fun. It was. But when it came out, I was like, I mean, these graphics are pretty sweet, but I mean, they're not they're not that much better than the original Metal Gear Solid, which is a testament to how good the original Metal Gear Solid is, because you go back and you play it for PlayStation, the graphics don't hold a fucking candle to Metal Gear Solid 2. Mm. Like, the the people, their their joints are ball and socket joints. Like, Liquid Snake, his his upper arm has, like, a ball on the top that goes into his chest, which is his shoulder. Yeah. Right. Like, no one, like there's no actual deformation. It's all, like, ball and socket movement. Yeah, yeah. Uh, no one talks. Like, there's no, no, fa- there's no facial movement. We've got, like, maybe five pixels on their face. Right. But it's, it's all atmosphere and style. And uh, oh, it, but it absolutely, mm-hmm. absolutely holds up, and, and it was still pretty good for a PlayStation One game. I know, and in my head, it, it I, I you was gotta like, fill in the blanks. I know, yeah. I was like, this, you know, I was like, this isn't that much better. And I go back and play it, I'm like, wow, that is very oh, different. Tomb, yeah. Tomb Raider uh, is ridiculous. Like, I didn't actually play. Like, I, I, I didn't really play Tomb Raider until um, uh, Chronicles. Really, uh, I mean, I, I dicked around with it a little bit on. Old, on an old computer, but I never really played it. And wow, like for one thing, there's that, that that like old old video game style where everything is like way brighter than it should be. Right. <laughs> like they could because they can't differentiate the colors well enough, so they just have to make everything really bright. Mm. And oh man, it like it looks just like like you expect it to be like this, like you know you this area and then this area with like less polygons and not as good colors and no shading and all that stuff. But it's like completely different <laughs> it's pretty amazing so they did an awesome job like updating it uh but you know build it it's yeah still it's fun yeah. and or the other thing i forgot about the first one uh lara doesn't have a ponytail in the first one oh. doesn't have a trademark ponytail because they couldn't do it she she had her ponytail was like truncated as if it's sort of wrapped up uh-huh. Um, because they couldn't do the swinging of the ponytail. Right. That was a big thing. Tomb Raider 2 is like, she's got a swinging ponytail now. Woo! <laughs> okay, special physics model for <laughs> getting that working. Nice. But right. uh, anyway. So. On to Ask Claire. All right. Ask Claire. Because it's facing right. you, you can read it, but don't, get, don't talk too loudly because you're really close to the microphone right now and you'll kill us all. Right. Um, so we're up to the top, right? Question, have you got your own editing style, or does it vary for each video, scene, shot, etc.? I say this because I find myself changing every project. Sometimes it'll be all contained in one layer, sometimes it's spread across three or four layers, and everything's free to move about, and other times it's all over the place and I'm surprised I can find anything. Um, well, it does depend... It it, it changes from video to video, obviously, just because we do so many different styles. Like, a, you look at one of our rap videos, and I've got, like everything synced up on five different tracks and I pick and choose what's the best shot for the various sort of section. Our sketches, I largely edit as we're shooting. Like, I look at the script and sort of visualize how it's going to go and then it's like... It's just a matter of taking the best shot from each angle and yeah, putting it together. Yeah, and sort of... Or just shooting the shots that we need to 
make sure that we have coverage. It's like, all right, we'll be shooting that, so we do those things, and then I'll cut to a shot of this, so we need a shot of that. Like, we, we're, like, we're pretty... Uh, uh, there's a word I'm looking for. We, don't, we, we only really shoot what we need. Conservative? No. Conserv- well, yeah, uh, we conserve tape. I guess. It's not really... I don't know, but... Efficient. Ac- efficient. Accurate. Sure, efficient. We're, pre- we're pretty efficient with what we shoot. It's and, a nice thing when you can do, when you do everything... You yeah, know, that you you can sort of visualize what it's going to look like, and you know sometimes that's led to some problems with you know sometimes we don't get as much coverage as we need. Uh, in this particular video, actually, there was a shot that we meant to take and didn't, and I had to had to sort of cover for it a little bit, but it worked out fine. Um, but uh, yeah, in general, I like to think that our videos certainly have their own style, uh, of which the editing contributes too, mm. beyond also the the writing and the way that it's shot. Yeah, I mean, to some extent, uh, it's sort of like, do we have a, is there a style? <laughs> I mean, it's a, what's a, something that... People that, have been... Something that I can't really tell myself. More and more people have told me that we do. Yeah. Which I assume means that we do, or else they wouldn't be telling me that. It, it took me a while before, um, like, it took me a couple of years before we were doing stuff, and I, and I, really, I really felt like we were, it's like, hey, like, I'll see something, like, on an actual sketch comedy show. It's like, hey, that's something, like, what we would do. You know, it's, it's like, as if, as if, and it's interesting because I can see lots of lots of the sketches we've done that I, I consider, you know, I really love and are, I think are some of our best sketches. I can't imagine being done on, uh, you know, Saturday Night Live or, or Mad TV or, or whatever, um, which I think is really cool. I mean, it's, yeah. it's we're actually hitting a slightly different area. Mm-hmm. Um, but in terms of editing... Uh, yeah, if you're, like... It, it sounds like the question is more sort of like in the actual technical, like how I edit. And uh, the first year we actually half the stuff was done on iMovie. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, in general, it's uh, you know we shoot what we need, and so it's like there's yeah there's some videos that's like got to find the best shot from which angle and how is it all going to be sung together, and you know sometimes it's like then we, then this shot and. You know, sometimes there's only one option. It's like this one, this one, this one, and this one. String them together. There. It depends. It, it depends. <laughs> I guess that's the answer. Indeed. And that brings an end to Moon K's question. So Random Cheese asks, do any of you like Flight of the Concords? And if so, what did you think of their HBO series? I have to admit I've never heard or seen the H- the Flight of the Concords, but I have heard of them. They they are incredibly awesome, and their, H- their HBO series had some really great parts. There's a bunch of stuff that was just kind of silly filler things but uh their music is so good yeah and hilarious kathleen got me their cd for my birthday and uh right. well it's it james's mic is really sensitive i'll tell you what oh, but okay. uh yeah uh kathleen got me their cd for my birthday and uh it's it's pretty awesome so far i really enjoy business time yeah and uh, it doesn't have jenny though which is the first song of theirs that i heard which i really really enjoy as well but uh, i'm definitely definitely enjoying the cd What's next, Matt? Okay. Uh, Rice is cooler than Mudkips asks, in reference to the video in which Graham divorced Morgan, a mention was made to the fact that Graham played quite a lot of Oblivion. Thus, I came to the conclusion that he enjoyed the game very much. I wanted to know the opinions of the Lur cast, being that Graham probably isn't the only one who plays it. The opinions on the rumors that the Elder Scrolls V will be an MMO. Uh, With all respect to our new turkey masters, Rice is cooler than Mudkips. I... Uh, I know that Jarrah's played it because he still has my copy. <laughs> I've played a little bit of it. And I've uh, played a fairly substantial amount it, of it. Yeah. It was, I mean, I wasn't blown away. It was kind of fun, but 
it's I, I got, didn't, ha- didn't have enough to sustain my interest. Yeah, I got really, I ain't playing it anymore. <laughs> I got really burned out on Oblivion. Like I, I like played. I played it, it for a hundred hours. I, I played. Stuff. I didn't even play it that long. But I played yeah, it for a while, and then I, I started like, yeah, this is all kind of looking the same, and yeah. and then and it just didn't keep my interest. Like it, it was, it was almost like playing an MMO, but with no nobody social, else there. No social <laughs> yeah. interaction. It was just like you get all the you know you walk up to a guy and he gives you a quest and then you go do it. And everybody looks the same, and there's like five voice actors. In the <laughs> yeah, yeah. I Actually, gotta say. Actually, uh, Yatsi, zero punctuation. Yeah, Yahtzee yeah. did a review of it like last week, and I yeah, like I still really enjoy the game. And I think it's great, and I have fun playing it. I also agree with every criticism that Yahtzee puts forward, mm-hmm. and it, it is like nothing, nothing come, like it never gets back to like the first hour when you're escaping and that and like Patrick Stewart and all that stuff is awesome, and it never really gets back up to that goodness. Well, because it's because it's that's, always, the, that's the only part of the game that's linear. Yeah, because then it's, it opens up, and you're just like, uh, I guess I can wander around. I, I, yeah. Yeah. Having said that, I don't think they should make Elder Scrolls V an MMO, because just make it an Elder Scrolls MMO. It's the same... It, it's like I don't care if you do one or not. It's the same objection I have with Final Fantasy XI. It shouldn't have been a numbered game. Mm. Don't break up the series and change it completely. Yeah, although the movement to an MMO makes a great deal of sense but, because Oblivion is, quite frankly, the closest you can get to an MMO without actually playing one. We don't uh, no, need... no, that would be two worlds. Right. Yeah. We don't Which I still played another... an extensive amount of. We don't need another freaking... Fantasy MMO. We well, I, I said I do not. There are say, fifty billion I'm of them out there. I'm not condoning it. I'm just saying the change makes sense. And nobody sense. plays and, any and, of them. And nobody plays anything other than Wow. Yeah. Age of Conan's doing pretty good. Yeah, it's doing all right. It's not doing like Wow. A million though. That's not bad considering how long it's been out. Well, I know, but that's still it's a drop in the bucket when compared. Yeah, to but wow. it's the best MMO to come out since Wow. Yes, I'm aware of that. So it's doing pretty well. I know, um, but uh, yeah. My my opinion on Oblivion was that it was a great way to uh, fill the gap when I only owned four Xbox 360 games. Now I own 32. As fantasy games go, it's really It was well pretty done. solid, yeah. yeah. Um, and then the PS on this post is uh, the icon with Muse's lead singer that was referenced to in the last podcast. He was on a music show and he was being a freak because they told him to just pretend to play and he would play off the CD instead. Okay, thanks. Okay. Um, to Matt and Bill, uh, how do you feel... Uh, how do you feel that Uwe Boll has not been allowed to make a WoW film? Relieved. Um, you and Bill specifically. Me and Bill specifically. Because they've forgotten that I play WoW. Yeah, uh, they've apparently forgotten that you play WoW, and also that Bill hasn't been present on a podcast in for months. like six months. And um, Bill has doesn't play WoW anymore. Yeah, yeah. Bill doesn't play uh, WoW. Oh, Bill no, never Bill, played WoW. No, 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 no he, he played WoW for did. a while. When, when everyone else started playing it, when these guys started playing, oh right, yeah, it, he, he did, did play, and yeah. it stopped. Yeah, because yeah. yeah. well, he couldn't pay for it anymore. Yeah, when uh, he was playing paying, playing it around uh, the time Burning Crusade came out, but uh, stopped. What? No, he's played uh, since then. He oh, yes, he played, right, he re-rolled when he started, yeah. yeah. yeah that's right. And then, yeah. So, um, Anyhow, uh, I am glad that Uwe Boll was not allowed to make the WoW film. Do I really want a WoW film? Not really. Not particularly. <laughs> yeah. I would put WoW in the same category as Dungeon Seed. Yeah, yeah, if yeah. everyone wants to make a film out of it, fill, the boot, fill your boots. Yeah, so pretty I mean, much. Uh, I don't know. WoW has a lot of... Has a lot a, like a Warcraft. Warcraft. Yeah, a yeah. Warcraft film could be quite interesting. Yeah, War Warcraft has well, so much lore and background yeah, and everything. I mean, well, yeah, Warcraft does have that, like the the especially like the single player game. I mean, I guess some of it comes through in WoW. Oh, a lot yeah. of it comes through in WoW. But, but yeah. especially like the single player game has got uh, you know Warcraft three and everything. It's got some really interesting stuff. In and it. and if you paid attention to the lore in WoW and just 
ignore the fact that it's a crazy MMO. There is a lot of story there mm. that they can make in a movie. And to say World of Warcraft movie is a little weird, I think it should be a Warcraft, be a Warcraft movie, Warcraft. not yeah. World of Warcraft movie. But I, I would, given the uh, the depth of the lore and mythology surrounding Warcraft, I'd rather see a more competent director take it. I can see that. Um, Fodder asks... Have any of you been in the men's bathroom stall in the second floor of the Uvic Library where in all over the walls was scribbled Google YouTube Ron Paul 2008? When no. I was visiting there from the States, I found it most amusing. I've never been in that bathroom. I, I have not been in that bathroom since that was written on the wall. I, uh, yeah, I never really understood the whole Ron Paul thing. But anyway, <laughs> it's over now, so yeah. we, don't need to think, we don't need to talk about it anymore. Indeed. Or think about it. Any possibility, or sorry, Nomadic asks, any possibility Lur would be doing a world tour for 64K? Um, I think the answer, th- and, and then he says, above would be made of epic win. I think the uh, the answer to that question is, one, if they build a catalog yeah, of enough one, songs to make it worthwhile. Um, and <laughs> two, if they get picked up by a record label who will pay for it all. And uh, three, if they have a CD that they're backing by doing a world tour and there were enough fans out there to make it profitable, <laughs> then maybe it would happen. Did, I, did I cover all the bases there, Graham? Pretty much. Yeah. A record label, it's like, yeah, we really want to sign 64K. It's like, you it, guys know that it's not a real band. Yeah. Right? It, it, it should be noted that uh, Loading Ready Records is not a real record label. Yeah. Um, uh, not yet, anyway. Yeah, fair enough. Uh, Neko Daimo, or Damyo, Daimyo, <laughs> I'll get it eventually, uh, will Lur be submitting any? Yeah. Uh, will Lur be submitting any adverts, uh, adverts for the Vade Enterprise uh, for Vade Enterprises for the upcoming Watchmen film? What I'd be talking about, just in case, is uh, this I YouTube know. page. So apparently, Some I assume that YouTube they are contest? accepting YouTube contest entries for uh, ads well, for the new Watchmen was, movie. Well, we should. We that should was of course April twenty third. April, <laughs> so it's probably over at this point. Yeah. But we should probably check that out anyhow. Um, you know, to answer your question, at this tomorrow. yeah, because you, I guarantee you, you're blown the levels. Okay, uh, it should be noted that uh, at this point we have no plans because this is the first we've heard of it. Um, all right, so Strogo asks, "Hi guys, I was wondering if any of you are cyberpunk fans. If so, what is your favorite?" Snow Crash. <laughs> yeah, I'm big, okay. big he, he has categories here oh, actually oh, oh, uh, the first is cyber cu- cyberpunk blockbuster like Blade Runner Ghost in the Shell Robocop The Matrix yeah yeah. Um, which is your favorite oh these are we're talking about mm-hmm. films specifically which is your favorite cyberpunk blockbuster what the question is no, which I, I thought those were categories no 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 the oh. cyberpunk blockbuster is a category so okay. what is your favorite it's, cyberpunk blockbuster I, I prefer he, Ghost in the Shell standalone complex the series to the Ghost in the Shell movie. He's talking about yeah. movies specifically here. Yeah, he seems to be talking about big hit se- well, movies. The Matrix series. was pretty fucking sweet. All right? yeah. Yes, it yeah. was. It, like, the sequels, whatever, the original was awesome. Yeah. Uh, then his second category is cult cyberpunk films, with examples Hardware, Pie, Dark City. Dark City was cool. And Dark City I, was weird, but it was cool. I didn't, I didn't, I didn't really see that. Any of those. Yeah. And uh, finally, Cyberpunk Game, and the examples Netrunner. he gives are uh, Deus Ex, Metal Gear Solid, and System Shock. Metal I don't Gear really Solid call it Metal Gear Solid as Cyberpunk. It it's Cyberpunk. Sorry, Cyberpunk. Cyberpunk. Metal Gear Solid is not Cyberpunk. I enjoyed the original Deus Ex a lot. Deus Ex was, Deus was awesome, yeah. System Shock. I even played the second one. Deus Ex was but apparently yeah. it wasn't very good. Uh, I was just wondering because, sadly, living in the most boring part of New Zealand means people around here don't know cyberpunk from a fence post. 
Well, we do. Yes. Moving on. Uh, Woland asks, what does a forum post need to be in order to get sticky status? Probably posted by us. <laughs> <laughs> something important. Yes. yes. It has to be something worthwhile. Uh, I think uh, I think Melon no Dwyer recently is asking a question that's been asked before, which is, what is your greatest fear? I'm certain that's been asked before yeah. because I know I've answered it. Uh, Dominic Applegard asks, uh, would any of you describe yourselves as Shakespeare fans? I've read a bit yes. of Shakespeare in my day. Sure, yeah. say so. Um, if I, so, do you have any favorite plays, sonnets, or characters? I enjoy some. I liked um, uh, like I like some some of his actually like true comedies were quite good. Like yeah. Twelfth Night. Yeah, I really like ex- Twelfth Night. Twelfth Night is excellent, and some of the other ones. But uh, it's it's the, the, you have the problem with like you know. Shakespearean comedy is sort of tends to be on a slightly different level. As you like it is quite good too. But mm-hmm. my uh, favorite, uh, my I, f- I mean, I, oh, sorry, go ahead. Oh, just my favorite stage direction is is from uh, his play A Winter's Tale, referring specifically to the character of Autolycus, who is given the stage direction: exit stage left, hurriedly pursued by bear, <laughs> <laughs> which is pretty awesome. much the best thing ever. That is pretty awesome. <laughs> but it's it's. You know, I, I like the idea of you know if you you think about Shakespeare actually you know his plays actually as they as they were, which was I mean he was basically like us, like he was just this guy trying to make a living, making writing plays uh, for the rabble. For the for the rabble, you know he would be like rewriting them while they were going on, you mm. know, or like rewriting them because the the guy giving him the money was like, hey, I want my kid in this play. And so he would just rewrite a new part for him. Like, it so, wasn't... The, the, his his plays were not supposed to be fine art, right? It's true. And then they've just... Over the years, they've become, uh, you know, they've become this sort of set-in-stone thing. So, so what you're saying is we're all going to die poor, but... 200 years from now, our videos will <laughs> yeah, be taken as the well, standard for sketch comedy. And, and Shakespeare only did, like, not that many plays. Like, we've got a whole ton of movies. <laughs> he had the advantage in that, you know, the sort of the plots and stuff that he was doing, not all of them were, you know, necessarily super new ideas, but, um, you know, he was around right at, you know, he wrote it all down, and we still have some of it, mm. you know? Like, it's I mean, sort of, like... Writing stuff down have been around for a while, but you know things like that were still very much oral tradition for for a long time, and he just happened to become very popular, so people kept his stuff. I mean, not not saying that Shakespeare isn't awesome. Of course, his plays no, are, no, no, no. The plays are amazing. Dude invented tons of words. Man, did that guy invent a lot of words. Hey, we've invented some words too. They just haven't gone on to be actual words that people use in the language. True. <laughs> maybe well, maybe someday I'll be like, hey, yeah. Those guys invented the word Lurcast. <laughs> Lurcast, indeed. All right, so uh, lying in Bedmon. Oh, sorry, I skipped a question. Um, the uh, person who asked that Shakespeare question also asked that the uh, the cast seems to like Abe Lincoln humor. Mm. Will that ever find its way into a video? If we can find someone to impersonate him. It's entirely possible. Probably. We have a beard that kind of works. Probably. Yeah, that's true. We just need a good stovepipe hat. I found a plastic one at Bunny of Age. So, uh, Lying in Bedmon asks, with regards to Facebook, are any of you concerned that by cataloging all of your social contacts on it, it is effectively an email virus's wet dream? Um, I'm not particularly concerned with I'm that. I'm more concerned with the idea that email viruses have, have wet, wet dreams. dreams. <laughs> yeah. I get enough spam email as it is, I'm not really worried. Yeah, yeah my spam filters are strong. Yeah. Uh, Clown X <laughs> Bring asks... Bring it on! Um, wait, how many more questions are we doing? Uh, a couple more. Uh, so, Clown X asks... 
First of all, in Rock Band World Tour, press the yellow fret wire the foot pedal to see the contents of a set list. Saved my ass so much. Oh, uh, apparently, I don't see uh, any questions in this Is that just a post, pro tip? though. <laughs> uh, in other news, <laughs> I'm sorry, that. but I regretfully have to inform you that someone recording this very podcast has been poisoned. It's your job to dis- deduce who. Uh, corollary, I am sorry, but I regretfully have to re- inform you that someone recording this very podcast has poisoned all of you. It is your job to deduce who. Um, are you a YouTube comment that just somehow yeah I somehow I didn't hear yeah <laughs> it's pronounced corollary but I'm, oh you're right corollary I don't know I I I think we're missing a joke I'm sorry it's possible we're very tired okay uh, do the view counts on the videos take into account RSS downloads yes and uh, the yes, same question is above but for the podcast no no the pod the podcast is completely oh no the podcast no they we'll don't just see. leave it there anyways. The podcast is completely uh, dumb the way the way the views used to be. Um, it just is the number of times that little window is loaded. It's loaded, so, yeah. Uh, yeah. So it doesn't down, does not take into account RSS things. Every time someone um, downloads an RSS feed, it counts as a view, which is why I I think there's only like 32 people actually subscribed to our to the RSS feed uh, on Rever. Uh, right. Like there's yeah there's like 27 people or something. Um, uh, subscribe to the RSS feed on Rever, meaning before we even update the, the video onto the site, there's always, like, 27 views. Yeah. We've got, like, a whole... People, like, our actual feed from FeedBurner, we've got, like, 500 people. Really? Yeah. Kick yes. ass. That's cool. I did not know Very that. Nice. I am two of them. My <laughs> <laughs> desktop and my laptop. I'm, I'm, the, other, I'm the other 498. I was counting on those two people. <laughs> Damn. Uh, so uh, I, I sort of inadvertently logged James's computer out of uh, our our that, forum, that's, that's so that efficient. that killed the uh, oh, we've got the Askler so. thread. Yeah, but since we're up to forty five minutes, I guess it's time to call it quits anyhow. So, and honestly, uh, if we kept going with Matt being in charge of reading the questions, we would have been here all night. So we're doing pretty good. We did just find out some good news earlier today that's totally unrelated to everything, which is that Canada is finally getting the iPhone. Once what, what, again. Loading Ready Run, if, if Loading Ready Run is your only source for news, yeah. uh, then yes, uh, Canada is not getting the, Canada is getting the iPhone uh, July 11th. July yeah. 11th. And, uh, the, and we can and, finally stop whining. Yeah, and Detroit won the Stanley Cup. Oh yeah, Detroit, Detroit won, won, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, keeping you up to date <laughs> yeah, on the, yeah. Stanley oh. Cup news from yeah. a week ago. And uh, Barack Obama, the official Democratic yeah, uh, also oh, true. Yeah. candidate. Uh, Thank Bloody Kennedy finally. was assassinated. Yeah. Uh, yeah, that happened President a while Kennedy ago. President Kennedy was though. assassinated. Yeah, well, you know, just in case, uh, just in case they missed it. Uh, we won World War Two. I we did just throwing that. Yeah. One out. America and, set foot on the moon, uh, yeah. and uh, we also supposedly. Won. Yeah, I don't, <laughs> that one's still not. That's one still out. Uh, Canada won the Summit Series. Yeah, uh, in Game Eight. Game Eight, and the Titanic actually did sink. Yeah, April sixteenth. Of uh, 19... uh, 1914. Sure. Yes. There were survivors. I there know were, that. I, I know like that because of the. Uh, there's a big. Uh, on one of our bus shelters downtown, there's a big panel for the Times Colonist that has yes. that headline printed across. Oh, really? Titanic sinks and the date. Nice. Yeah. I think uh, the, the next podcast should be just us reading out the newspaper. <laughs> <laughs> I like it. Yeah. So, yeah. So, yeah, we're pretty excited about uh, the, iPhone. the iPhone. In fact, I think all. Four of us are probably going to get one. Yeah. So it's because there'll be at least four podcasts between now and then. We're probably going to talk about it every single week. Yeah, probably. We're all uh, pretty excited. I don't like the way you're brandishing that fire. It's still got the pin in. <laughs> I'm just saying. It's uh, you know, 
It's been well, around for a while. Yeah, it's kind of an it's old still fire. Got the pin it's in. gonna be. It's kind of an old fire extinguisher. Who knows? And it was really cheap when we then got it. Needs, yeah. And then it needs recharging. And even if I pulled the pin out, it wouldn't spray. I, I know. I think old, not in the sense that it's like not working anymore, but in the sense that it could like fall apart <laughs> <laughs> and then explosively decompress <laughs> all over your face. Well. Uh, uh, by the way, that fire extinguisher is the fire extinguisher from Pimp My Chair, in case anybody cares. Yeah. And we still have it. We just uh, found it recently. Pow! An extinguisher!
Maybe some of them. So this is only a couple of years. Perhaps here would be different.